We're joined right now by a national college football insider for The Athletic. He is also a college football reporter for Fox Sports. He is co-host of The Audible with Stu and Bruce. It's a podcast with Stuart Mandel. He is a best-selling author whose books include The QB, The Making of Modern Quarterbacks. Of course, I'm talking about Bruce Feldman. Bruce, always good to have you on. Bruce, how are you? Doing great, Jim. Good to be on with you. Good to have you, Bruce. So why don't we start with the Big Ten and Michigan. The latest is the Big Ten reportedly has formally notified Michigan, Bruce, of possible impending disciplinary action in connection to the school's stealing, sign-stealing scandal. Can you break that down for us, and what kind of potential discipline might we be talking about here? Well, so there's signal stealing that that is pretty widespread around the sport of college football, but what that really is is stuff that goes on in-game, and it's stuff that that staff may gather from analyzing TV copy of that nature. Where this story with Michigan has reached into a different threshold is it involves advanced scouting and in-person scouting, where a now-former Michigan staffer, Connor Stallions, had there's been documentation that he had been either dispatching or done himself people to act as scouts and scout uh, opponents to try to get their signals as opposed to this being a more of an in-game thing. And that's where it has reached a, into a different threshold. And also from all the reporting on this, it seems like it has been kind of a sloppy uh left a sloppy paper trail, to be honest. Now, the questions that the Big Ten and Commissioner Tony Petiti are trying to sort out is, did Michigan, because there's an NCAA investigation going on, but that's not going to play out at the time frame where this could impact this season, where the other Big Ten coaches and ADs are up in arms. They want action now. They do not want Michigan, which obviously is a, you know, a legit national title contender this year, to not be impacted right now as this is going on, as if, hey, we won't be able to do anything about this till down the road. They want action now. I think there is a lot of chatter about, well, will Tony Petiti end up suspending Jim Harbaugh for the actions of one of his former staffers in Connor Stallions? And it's within the NCAA's rules that now – if you're a head coach, you're responsible for what, even if you have big, big staff, even if you may not have, it may not be proven that you actually had direct knowledge of this ahead of time, uh, you're still responsible for the actions of this. And this didn't happen in a vacuum either because, remember, Harbaugh served a three-game self-imposed sanctions as part of another NCAA ongoing investigation regarding um recruiting violations during the COVID dead period. So this is really messy. I think, you know, from our reporting at The Athletic, we expect that the Big Ten may hand down some form of a punishment to Harbaugh in Michigan within the next 24 hours. Bruce Feldman is joining us. Bruce, a lot of really good information in that. So if the Big Ten does act and they do come down within the next 24 hours with some sort of punishment, what punishment would you expect? What punishment fits that crime? It's a great question because there's not really precedent for for this directly related to this. Does that mean Jim Harbaugh gets suspended for the rest of the regular season? You know, Michigan's season is basically 
this week at Penn State, then they play Maryland, but then it's obviously the huge game against Ohio State in Ann Arbor Thanksgiving weekend. If they sit, if he has to sit out for those three games, um, I think there's a part of this. It's like, okay, do do you do anything that punishes the players and the team? Now, obviously, you could argue that Jim Harbaugh not being their coach certainly would punish the players, but at least it's not like a postseason ban on the team. the The challenge here, I think, as this plays out, is going to be the University of Michigan being ready for this to have a to get some kind of injunction, temporary restraining order, and they push back. And that means, will will it hold up? Will Jim Harbaugh still be able to coach? Because I think some of the things that will be argued was, you know, the NCAA is not doing anything about this right now. You know, how much proof and is this concrete evidence? If the NCAA is not going to act, why is the Big Ten jumping in? How have they, you know, they don't have their own investigators. Have they independently corroborated all this that the NCA has gotten? Um, you know, there's, there's just a lot of layers to this. It is really messy for the new commissioner of the Big Ten. There's a lot of heat coming from on all sides right now. And, of course, there will be lawyers. Bruce Feldman is joining us right now. Bruce, if you had to guess, if you had to speculate, how do you think all of this is going to impact Harbaugh's future at Michigan? My guess, and this is just this, Jim, is that he's going to try to end up leaving to go to the NFL if he can get get a landing spot. Remember, he was obviously a really good coach in the NFL. He's not one of these guys who leaves for college and it's just kind of a wild guess how he's going to do. I mean, he did a really good job with the 49ers before he came back to college football. You have a couple of factors that lead me to I know there's been plenty of talk inside Michigan and around Michigan that Jim Harbaugh and the, the new president there thinks very highly of him and they have a good relationship and that they're going to try to do some kind of extension down the road. The reason why I'm very skeptical that he won't try to leave is because this team, you know, he told me in the summer, he thinks they have 20 guys on this team who will end up getting drafted and set the NFL draft record for most players off one team. That's a lot of dudes to leave, and you'd have to replace next year. You have, as I mentioned, this contentious relationship with the NCAA from another case already hanging over his and Michigan's head. Now you're going to have this case, which seems to be very, you know, very sticky and messy for Michigan as well. Another thing, I just don't know how Michigan and Jim Harbaugh come out of this on the other side, looking at past this season and seeing, okay, uh, Jim Harbaugh, if he has now, look, maybe he can't get another NFL job. As good as his track record was in the NFL, you know, he interviewed with the Vikings two years ago. It was a disastrous interview from what I heard. He, you know, there was talks with the Broncos last year, and that deal didn't end up getting done. So will he just take whatever he can to, to, to make a move to go away? My guess is that would be a more likely scenario than him riding it out where the future looks a lot shakier going coming out of all this now if he stays in Michigan. We are talking to Bruce Feldman. Bruce, let me ask you something. You know, based on your reporting and the coaches you've spoken to, like how serious are the alleged actions in the sense that how much of an advantage would you get if this whole thing were actually true? And then as a second part of that, this alleged scandal, how big a part did it play in their turnaround since 2021? 
Yeah, so uh, my colleague and I at the Athletic Max Olson, we ended up doing an extensive coach survey this past week. We talked to 50 different coaches from every conference in, in major college football to really get a sense of what they believe. And overwhelmingly feel like Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, if these a- actions are as they purport to be, need to get punished for this. They felt it was very serious. Some, when we asked them, you know, how big of an advantage, some said they thought it was worth, you know, three, a three-touchdown difference to have not just run and pass but know the exact plays that are coming. doesn't mean that, you know, Michigan doesn't have a lot of talent uh, on top of it, but it was just such a blatant advantage compared to what the norm usually is. Now, there's other coaches we talked to is like, hey, we've heard some instances of some similar things that have gone on around coaching, in college football, they are not as wide. They are not as elaborate as what it appears Michigan was doing. But there were maybe smaller scale operations where somebody spied on a walkthrough, or somebody attended a spring game, and and got tried to get somebody's signals. Those things. But then, you know, we asked on a scale of one to ten, in the in the lexicon of college football cheating, just how egregious is this? And it came in largely around a seven or an eight. The, the, there was one thing that a, that a few coaches thought was much worse, and they they pointed out they thought it, what's worse is the tampering that is going on now, where coaches will get players to try to go into the transfer portal with the expectation they are going to get paid money through NIL, and they said that to them is a lot is a lot worse than this, but. You know, almost across the board, you know, I think it was 48 of the 50 coaches we talked to thought on a scale of one to five and, you know, how serious this is. Only two of those 50 coaches thought it was under a three, and the majority thought it was a four or a five. Interesting. Bruce Feldman joining us. Bruce, before I let you go, let me ask you this. What do you make of that Associated Press report yesterday that other conference teams were colluding to steal signs from the Wolverines? What's your reaction to that report, and how does that factor in? Yeah, we, the Athletic, we've been doing some reporting on this into this story the last few days from our sources that we've talked to. Colluding is something that, you know, it can go on where coaches share information about other teams they played. But the things we're finding is that this, what, what was gone on here was more of the stuff that I had told you before, earlier, you know, in this conversation, that it was stuff that worked out where it was like kind of above board stuff as much as the signal stealing goes, that this didn't fall into the category of being, you know, somebody going on somebody's campus snoop and spy and and do things like that this was more things that they had gathered in game and then put it together and shared it with people who were who were facing michigan and you know on on the one hand that looks pretty bad too but according to a lot of the coaches we talked to that is more in line with what is accepted practice as opposed to somebody you know traveling to other people's games and, and kind of doing the spying on them, that they feel like that crossed the line, whereas this in question they feel like doesn't cross the line. So, Bruce, really quickly, one last thought, and I really appreciate your time. You've been great on this. Stallions issued a statement through his attorney saying that neither Jim Harbaugh nor any of his coaches were aware of any improper conduct. Like, and to your point, that may or may not be material to the NCAA because it is his program. 
But do you personally believe that he didn't know? And then if he did know, is it because he didn't want to know? Yeah, you know, talking to a lot of coaches, they feel like, you know what, there's some things that they don't know that goes on in their building because it's just so many, So the operations are so big and maybe there is a plausible deniability factor that goes in. The part that is hard to get around, and, you know, again, you see the optics of Stallions talking to, you know, to defensive coordinator and, and coordinators as they're about to make a play call. And you're like, man, he is so involved in this. Now, it was no secret that, that Connor Stallions believed and people inside the program who've been around him believed he had a, you know, an uncanny knack for decoding signals. And I think if you just take it at face value and say, okay, this guy went to the Naval Academy and had a different military, different level of a, of a background in terms of the military expertise and training than most people who are in coaching in college football. So maybe you sit there and go, okay, well, Connor's really good at this, and this is why, as opposed to did you know he was going to some of these lengths that he's reported to have gone in terms of sending people to games to, to scout for him and to scout for Michigan? I mean, you know, it, it, the, the thing that, you know, watching this story unfold kind of in real time is – you look at some of this and go, man, if they were this elaborate, would they have actually been this sloppy in how they would have in not covering their tracks? This seems like it would be something that, like, you know, if you were really doing it, you would have been a, you would have been a lot more careful in terms of that. So I don't know. I mean, my my gut is just on face value is like you have to think more than just one guy would have known that some other people inside the program would have had to have some knowledge of this. But there's also a piece of this where it's like, can you say without a shadow of a doubt? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I, if I could say that can, you know, conclusively on that. In other words, it looks bad though, Jim. Yeah. The, the, it looks it bad. The optics are not bad. good, but in other words, to your point, Bruce, plausible deniability. He is a national college football insider for the athletic also, he is a college football reporter for Fox Sports. Bruce, didn't mean to keep you so long, but that is so fascinating, and I really do appreciate the insight. Great to have you back on, Bruce. Have a great day, and thanks so much for that. That was great. Always a pleasure, Jim. Thanks for having me. You too. Bruce Feldman, also a best-selling author whose books include The QB, The Making of Modern Quarterbacks. All right, so a lot of takeaways there, but he did say, based on their reporting, he thinks that maybe within the next 24 hours, the Big Ten might come down with some discipline. So we will see.